Time for the Cinema Geekly Podcast, episode 115, cinemageekly.com slash premium. Head on over there, part uh, $12 from your digital wallet, give it to us, and in return, we shall give it you 365 days of premium podcasts, uh, of which there have been none recently posted, so this is a horrible ad for the premium. I don't think we've, there hasn't been a, a recent premium podcast posted, but... Uh, that's our fault, not yours. Uh, I'm sure there'll be another one. Glenn, don't you have one in the in the can somewhere? Or? Yeah, I don't know. I keep forgetting to send it to you. Okay, Glenn does have uh, another flip for side B. Um, there will be more stuff coming soon. Uh, it's just been a really sloggy fucking summer. Uh, but we're, as soon we're as pers- I see Ant Man, we can uh, faithfully tackle the men of the MCU phase two. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess because they're insisting on make they're insisting on saying that that is the the capper of the the second phase, which seems a little weird to me. You really think that they should close out a phase on a on an Avengers movie? But yeah, I, I, I think the whole the whole you know uh, Edgar Wright you know losing a director debacle really kind of threw a, a monkey wrench into that. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. That's that's entirely possible. Uh, so we got a few things to discuss today. Uh, some of them, uh, some of them interesting. Some of them less interesting. Like uh, this uh, teaser trailer, I guess, for Creed. Did you guys watch this? Fuck yeah, I did. Uh, Aaron, I'll start with you, man. You sound pretty hyped. What did, what did you think of this? this is a Rocky <laughs> spinoff sequel, kind of. I guess it looked really fucking good, man. <laughs> I mean, Michael B. Jordan is awesome. Uh, yeah. Apparently but I mean, gonna... why, you know, they're, they're really going to have to explain how Apollo Creed's son is just like this terrible shit, you know, shithouse boxer until he mm-hmm. finds Rocky. Like, there's got to be something credible because, I mean, you know, with, with how crooked boxing is, like, in reality, there's no way that kid wouldn't have been in, in a title fight after like a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because of his name alone. So. Like, oh, yeah. Like in like in, to, like in today's environment. Fuck yes. Like, yeah, they, absolutely. Just as like a freak show thing or whatever. They'd be like, holy shit, we got Apollo Creed's yeah. kid. We're going well, to fucking see him punk in the UFC. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Same bullshit. Kim, Kimbo Slice and shit. Or Ken Shamrock yeah. recently had a fight. And he's Bobby motherfucking Lashley, dude. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. They, they... Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker. Oh, no, my no. God. Herschel, Herschel Rocker, is like, he could still be playing pro ball, dude. Have you seen that oh, guy? No, no, he's a freak show. Dude, yeah. guy, it's fucking dude, terrifying. Guy, yeah. He crushed those two guys in his fights. Oh, yeah. man. He's, he's ridiculous. He says he does 5,000 push-ups a day on top of his regular yeah. workouts. Holy fuck. I believe it. I bet he does 5,000 push-ups on top of somebody else doing push-ups. I think that's how he does his push-ups. Literally on top of another human doing push-ups. Do you guys ever watch? Do you, those, you guys think uh, you've Joe's done five thousand push-ups uh, in a, in a year? No, I've never done five thousand in my no. life. No, not even close. What seriously? No, wow. fuck no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I uh, no, I have not. Uh, I, I avoided gym class like the plague. Holy shit! No, I've never done five thousand push-ups. I, that's a that's a promise. And you're how old? Maybe uh thirty. Three thirty. I don't. Know, I don't even fucking remember how old. How many pushups do you think you've done in, in your in your lifetime? Probably. Me a figure. Oh yeah, sure. Probably a, a tenth of that. Like like five hundred pushups, maybe in my entire life. 
Wow. So there you go. Yeah. Not a so on average, you've done 14 and three quarter pushups a year. Yeah, something along those lines. <laughs> uh, it, we'll bump probably... you up to 20 and say you started doing pushups at like seven. Sure, sure. Or 20 a year. <laughs> You know what you should do is when we get done doing this, do 21 and just be like, what, 2015? Suck it. Yeah, that's right. You're gone. Yep, yep. Cleared it up. Yeah. Um, and next yeah, year, just do 22. It's like, I'm always, I'm always improving. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glenn, what did you think of the trailer for Creed? That's the one where you got to tuck your balls into your butthole uh, and see if you can spring up like an enraged beast. <laughs> Glenn, you know what it means if you tuck, tuck the balls in, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you go gorilla. Yeah, that, mean, that means I'd fuck. Have you ever seen a gorilla's balls? Like, really think about it. No, no you no, haven't. No, no, no. I haven't seen a dinosaur. I haven't seen they stay a... so enraged. There's that much pressure uh, on the prostate gland from the testicles being jutted up against it. It's just a testosterone quagmire going on down there. That's why gorillas are so aggro. I mean, I haven't seen a dinosaur with an asshole either, but, you know. Oh, they exist. <laughs> they exist. I don't know. I've watched all those Jurassic Park movies. I haven't seen a single asshole. Kevin Smith had had pointed this out. He had watched uh, the three movies in in preparation to watch Jurassic World, and that was his takeaway, is that they had all these fucking upshots of dinosaurs and shit, and he never saw a, a, a dinosaur dick or a dinosaur asshole. They're all, they're all completely... Well, they don't have dino dicks, so... Yeah. Yeah, all they have were dino vaginas. That's right, that's right. dino vaginas. Well, I mean, no, some of them because of the fucking frog DNA, right? Uh, life found a way. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, but I feel like that would only have been like Less than like one hundredth of the sure. population. Maybe it was just like the the, the Platicuses, like how they spit. Maybe they just started spitting their spunk, and that's how they implanted <laughs> all the other dinosaurs. Uh, so, so Glenn, the trailer for Creed. We'll, we'll eventually, <laughs> we'll eventually all talk about this trailer. Uh, well, I wanted to talk, talk about Joe's versus Pros when Herschel Walker was on there, <laughs> and you had to try and tackle him. Holy shit, Joe's he, versus Pros! And he, de- he, he decapitated that one guy. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, it, it was my will against his, and my, my will was way stronger. Glenn referencing <laughs> canceled Spike TV shows from, from many Well, you know what? Considering, yeah, considering I watch Hannibal and it's canceled, so well, um, I, Glenn, are you a connoisseur of the no, Rocky Creed, films? Or? Creed. Yeah, I've seen them all. I mean, who doesn't like Rocky Four for the whole nostalgia of, you know, hating the Ruskies? That's right. Uh, but... Or Rocky Five when uh, when he fought Tommy uh, Tommy Gunn Tommy Morrison Tommy. no Tommy Morrison the real life guy oh, if yeah. you actually read about Tommy Morrison the real life guy he's oh, yeah. fascinating oh is he oh, fucking sure, insane sure. though yeah or was did he he died right I think so yeah um but no I, I I'm Rocky not excited Gun. to see this on face value I mean I want to see it but the trailer didn't do anything for me yeah thought it was pretty generic it was. Definitely a paint by the numbers. Let me tell you the story of what's going to happen in this movie trailer. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I guess the I guess the real question for me because they they showed very little Stallone as Rocky in the movie. Like they saved it right until the very end. Uh, it's pretty clear he's going to be the Mick character for this yeah. kid. Uh, yeah. I ask you, I ask you, Glenn. Does Rocky die? The character of Rocky die in this movie? Uh, I don't think Sylvester Sloan would ever kill himself off in anything. You know, they, you know just forever? Except for Get Carter. I mean, he didn't yeah. really have a choice because that was a remake. He's a fucking 90-year-old Rambo, man. You think he's really going to kill himself <laughs> off from, you know, the, the the movie franchise that launched his entire career? I mean, I don't really know what they what else, what else they could really do with it. Unless, you know, unless they do a couple of these Creed movies. Uh, and then he That's kills himself. probably the idea. Yeah. It's like well, Michael and then you, has you can get uh, Drago's son. Like, he's going to fight Oh, Creed. yes! And, like, and Mr. T's son, leave, and oh, my yeah, God. Mr. T's son, all those. You get Hulk Hogan, he could bring in his son, but he might actually bring in Nick Hogan, so fuck that. <laughs> Holy fuck. I think if he would fight anybody, it'd no, be Brooke. Brooke Hogan. He clearly got the, got the mammoth genes yeah. in that one. Yeah, Brooke Hogan. Well, that would keep the Ghostbusters theme alive, too. Well, I mean, if he's got a boxer wrestler, oh. he's got a boxer wrestler, uh... The only choice really is is the Big Show, right? Because he has experience with uh, well, Mayweather. Did fuck his nose up, dude. He sure did. <laughs> um, and hey, and after and after Mayweather hangs up his boots, maybe they can do like a, a Apollo Creed Junior versus Mayweather movie. Mayweather can get into acting or some bullshit. Um, he could be he he could fucking be Mr. Oh, T's that'd son. Be awesome. 
<laughs> it's played by Mayweather. He could be Mr. T's son. Actually, you know who could be Mr. T's son is uh, Mr. T's Elijah son, Wood, actually. or not Elijah Wood? What's his uh, <laughs> the fucking dude from the New Day? You know what I mean? The PhD. Oh, Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods. Yeah. Xavier Woods. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he could be Mr. T's son. Elijah Wood. Yeah, could, Elijah like, Wood could be Drago's uh, son. Elijah, I think Elijah Wood. Uh, Edge Drago's son is an inspired choice because if anyone's ever seen uh, Sin City, that little fucker was a ninja, like yeah. a deadly little one. But I don't think he could be the son of Brigitte Nielsen. No, she is a an, another fairly sizable lady, and just the genius. There's no way that like her son might be the mountain from Game of Thrones. I think that would be <laughs> what kind of creature she would spawn forth speaking from that of, powerful. Year. Speaking of which, Aaron, I think there's more. I heard she could squat a uh, thousand pounds. With just the lining of her uterus. Good lord. She's that tough of a lady. Yeah. I'll pass on that. Red zone, you man. She don't fuck around. I'll pass on that bedroom excursion for sure. Um, so speaking oh, I'm of- not. I'm taking that shit all day. <laughs> speaking of Game of Thrones, sir, uh, you, you mentioned to me uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago that some photos of Kit Harrington had surfaced. Apparently there's been more even uh, yeah. pictures that have surfaced of Kit Harrington. So he's, uh, I mean, one... One way or another, he's going to be in the next season in either flashback form or brought back to life form. Are you, where are you hedging your bets? Is it just going to be some, because they don't really fucking do flashbacks in Game of Thrones, do they? He's got to be being brought back by the, the fucking Red Witch, right? Uh, I, I think he just turned out to be just straight Targaryen. You think like, so? They're going to, yeah, I, I think she's going to burn his body or she and whoever are going to burn his body. And next thing you know, there's just fucking naked Jon Snow there in all his glory. There is since Jon Snow died, he fulfilled his promise to the to the you know, and he can he can roll out, he can go conquer shit. You know what I mean? There there is that talk, right? That yeah, they never really mention in the books or anything who his mother was. Just that his dad was I think, yeah. Stark. That's what everybody thinks. The flashback will be uh, will be dealing with his parentage when they go back. Uh, nice. with, with Ned and I forget the other other guy's name. It was her shit. King Robert. Uh, no, the, the or the mad there was the knight like of the war. I, I forget the fucking guy's name. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm 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 all for more Kit Harrington. I was kind of. I mean, I know it happens in the books too that he dies there, but uh, well, I mean, well, the, the, the books end as an open like you know, essentially yeah. they end where, where the show stopped. Is like, oh, yep. I don't I don't know if he lived or not. But I mean, really, it, the the entire basis of the show was so that they could tell the story of Jon Snow's parentage. So, I mean, anyone who thinks he's dead, I mean, and I know it sucks for these guys, everyone tied to the show, since old George is taking his sweet fucking time turning out these last two books, which is never going to happen, by the way. They have to keep saying, like, oh, yeah, no, I'm totally dead, man. I'm not coming back. Or he's dead, he's not coming back. And then start next season, they'll be like, well, you know, what the fuck are we going to do? We had to give the guy, like, eight months to try to turn out another book. You know what I mean? Agreed. Um, I mean, that's it. He, he's definitely like, especially with all the fan theories uh, that they put forth that have been amazing about John Snow's parentage and what the popular theory state and all that. If, if George R. R. Martin's idea is anything less than what's already out there online that mm-hmm. people already believe, he's completely fucked. So there's no way these other books are coming out. Uh, Glenn, did you did you watch the extended uh, Uncharted Four footage that I posted on the Facebook page? If you've uh, not seen no, it, no, I didn't. You, I mean, you've told me about it, but no, I didn't get a chance. I actually well, there's, saw it. I was like, oh yeah. There's like, the well, I mean, there's the there's the Comic Con footage, which was which yeah. was pretty which was pretty yeah, great. E3. Uh, yeah, for, uh, E3. What the fuck would I think? What was the fuck was I thinking? Com- com- probably because Comic Con is right around the bend. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's Comic Con. Comic Con's right on my fucking brains. Uh, E3, correct. Thank you. We for gotta the get there sometime. Um, God, that would be amazing as well. Uh, yeah, the E3 footage they showed was fucking stupendous. Uh, but the uh, the PlayStation YouTube channel put up a video uh, because the uh, the E3 trailer or you know gameplay footage that they showed ends at a certain point, and this new video they put up has all that E3 footage, but it continues after the E3 footage for about another seven minutes or so. And basically, the only thing it did was make me actually really hope now that they don't do the Uncharted movie, because there's just no fucking way they could do in the movie what they can do in this fucking game, or at least and make it at least live up to the. Uh, it, it was it was by far one of the the coolest scenes I have ever seen in a video game, and I'm dying to play it. 
but it also might be one of the coolest car chases I've ever seen on a video of any fucking kind, including movies. Uh, I gotta go check this out. I haven't seen it yet, but you're really, uh, you're really stoking my fire. It was just stupendous. Like they did shit you could just never That's do so in a. Cool. They just did shit you could just never do in a movie. Uh, like at one point, I mean, Brett Ratner always says, "There's, you know, there's not nothing you could never do in a movie." At one point, at all. there's at one point Nathan Drake is being dragged through the mud, holding onto a rope by a truck that's speeding down a road, and while you're skidding in the mud. You free one hand to shoot motherfuckers off of motorcycles that go flipping into the air. And then eventually you pull yourself onto your feet so you're jet skiing on mud and shooting motherfuckers in cars as they go by. It was It's ridiculous. Uh, and you're hopping from vehicle to vehicle. And then you're in a fucking car crash. And then you have to burst out of the fucking car while it's on fire and shoot motherfuckers while you're in this fiery car and shit. It's really ridiculous. And then there is a scene which I can only describe as... Uh, what would normally be described as a cutscene, except you're playing it like it's a playable cutscene. Uh, it was just oh, that's awesome! F- fucking re- that game looks amazing. I don't know how the When's fuck that not- come out. Uh, <laughs> March of next year, unfortunately. Oh uh, damn! They had they had Uncharted Four slated for a late like a, a December or so release this year, uh, but they're holding it off, which I'm all for. You, if you can release it with the like they they held off Arkham Knight and Arkham Knight got released and is pretty much from what I understand flawless in its release. People haven't been having problems with it or anything. Uh, besides PC, oh PC had a horrible release, sure, but the yeah, console but versions that's how all of the games have been. Yeah, the console version people have just been like, holy fucking shit, what a masterpiece. Uh, and if this is, and and besides they they've plugged the hole for Uncharted 4's release by announcing that they're going to release uh, a remastered uh, version of... Uh, it's just the Nathan Drake pack of the first three games, uh, but they're going to be available on PlayStation 4, and I think they're going to be slightly remastered or something, uh, and that's going to get released uh, in October or something like that, I think, which... I've never played the first one. Um, yeah, I mean, it's what you would think. It's not as good as... It's not nearly as good as the second or the third game, but it's still an Uncharted game, so the... The action is fun and the voice acting is tremendous and it's funny and it's, you know, I really hope they don't fucking make a movie now because my the hype from this game has reached such levels that it's like there's just no way the movie could capture it. Uh, no, there's one way they could do it. OK, uh, sell me on it. You get a dump truck full of cash mm-hmm. and dump it on James Cameron's front lawn <laughs> and you get him the motion capture the shit out of this movie. Perhaps that's the only way it could be done. Perhaps uh, just make a real video game. Yeah, just get yeah. Nolan North, get Nolan North to fucking voice Nathan Drake, and get all the other people. Yes, I, I maybe I could buy it then if it was just like a really good looking version of the video game, like super realistic looking version of the video game. Uh, then I'd be down. Uh, but yeah, just everything about that game looks just so ridiculous. I, I don't even know how they put that game together, but the video is up on the Facebook page. Uh, if you're remotely interested in video games, uh, I would just go look at it just to see what, how the future of games looks because it's holy shit. It looks so much fun. Um, up on the website right now, uh, we've got, uh, the last parts of known podcast. We did big trouble in little China, which, uh, is essentially a 30 or so minute episode about how Glenn and Aaron think I'm completely wrong. Uh, wrong. Uh, my opinions of this film. There's no think about it. We know you're wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, true. Yeah, that's a spoiler alert. I, I just didn't dig it. I don't, I don't know what to tell anybody <laughs> about it. Uh, I mean, it, it could have been worse. I mean, I could have gone on with like some sort of impassioned plea about how this is a fucking horrible movie and you should, everyone should save themselves. But I didn't do that. Uh, I didn't feel that way about it, but you know, I was, I guess maybe, is it worse? Would you have preferred me be passionately against the movie as opposed to indifferent? At least then, you know, yeah, there's some passion behind it. Yeah. There's a little bit yeah. of gumption there instead of just like, ah. then I wouldn't feel bad if I like <laughs> went rage mode on you was, in my argument. I was so dismissive about it. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, it was a film. Um, here's hoping. I like how when I was describing the movie, you had already forgotten parts of the movie that I was telling everybody about. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, there's just so much shit that you mentioned. I was just like, I don't remember any of this shit happening. When the uh, fuck did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Dan uh, Dan has a review up on the website for Terminator Genesis, a film that I have often. Oh, shit, in Twitch. We, have, we don't have anything up on the site yet. We're all over that motherfucker. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I should really um, – what I should do is replace the Tumblr button with the Twitch. Yes. Because I don't, we don't use the Tumblr really anymore. Um, and I should replace no, that. But we're all over Twitch. I mean, uh, for those who aren't aware, everyone from uh, Zinnabe Geekly has been on there already, except pretty for Laura, much. but she's going to be on there very soon. But pretty much everyone else has been on there uh, streaming games and just talking shit. So I didn't think about check it that, out. but it's really, there's really been a ton of it. And I've got to remember to let Jason know, because Jason goes on there and streams too, and he constantly forgets to uh, post to like the Facebook page that he's uh that he's streaming uh but yeah i'm i'm looking at it and just in like the last couple of days there's been a lot of gta 5 streams call of duty streams uh planet side 2 and dying light uh god there's been a whole bunch of shit uh oh glenn's glenn's stream of arkham knight uh there's a whole bunch (laughs) of shit you can go into the actually if you want to you can go to uh, twitch.tv slash cinemageekly and go into past broadcasts and you can watch stuff going all the way back to the twenty second of June I think is as far back as the the archive is going because they after a while they delete um, uh, right. they delete archive streams unless you're like a Twitch partner and then they keep your shit on um, but yeah there's a uh, boatloads of streams uh, you can go back and watch some of that shit and just listen to hilarity. Uh, but yeah, the best way to keep abreast of all of that is to go and follow us on there, uh, because then you can get notified when we're streaming and uh, and watch the, the past archives and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, uh, where was I at? I can't remember where I was at. Uh, no, Dan. Uh, Dan had uh, reviewed Terminator Genesis. Uh, I've also seen the movie, and I w- wanted to get a review up before we did the podcast today, but that's not happening. Uh, but I can talk about. It. Has anybody else watched it yet? Watch what? The Genesis Terminator misspelling. Oh, uh, no, I haven't seen it yet. I, I'm not. In, I don't think I'm going to uh, right away. So feel free to, to discuss it at great length. Sure. Um, I mean, I talked. <laughs> I talked with Glenn about it earlier. He just wanted to know. What did you think? Like, did did you walk out of the theater happier than what you walked in? Yeah. Uh, okay. Believe it or not, uh, Dan <laughs> gave Dan gave it a three, and I'd probably nudge it to three and a half. Barely. Really? Like, I agree with him mostly, but I would nudge it maybe just over that line just a little bit. Like, like for me, it was like what? Jurassic World. It was better than all of the sequels that had come out so far, but not as good as the movies that had, you know, the, the predecessors of the movie. So this was easily, for me, this was easily better than T3 and Terminator Salvation combined. So, but so I mean, that's did a they small do with this one what they did with uh, with the X Men where they went back and retconned a bunch of like they took a bunch of movies out of like the timeline loop by fixing things in this one? Yeah, I mean, essentially they, I mean, essentially they wiped out everything past the first Terminator movie, but oh, um, even T two. Yeah, well, I mean, given what they were given what they were going <laughs> for, it made sense because they didn't want to. Uh, you feel free, feel free to spoil it, man. I, you oh, know, sure, sure, I, sure. it's not going to bother me. Truly, go ahead and talk about it. Sure. They, I mean, because I think what happened is they wanted to do the movie. They really wanted the bulk of the important part of the movie to take place in a somewhat modern time. So I don't think they wanted to do, let's go to 1984 and then let's go to 1997 and then let's let's have that be the end of the movie. Uh, so they had to skip over T2. Um, basically, it was, uh, it, w- it was, you know, it was fun, but it wasn't. It wasn't what T1 was, obviously. It wasn't anything close to T2. Uh, the, I, I think the thing that is snagged to most critics, because the movie is not doing well critically. I think it's like 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. And the, the thing I see the most is like, oh, the story is really fucking convoluted. And yes, it is. It is convoluted. There are definitely still some things in there that I have not yet made sense out of. Uh, but, oh, like what? Uh, like, how, like... Okay, so like I get why there's old Arnold in 1984 or whatever the fuck you know time it is in the 80s. I get why he's there. Yeah, how do they have an old Arnold anyway? Hasn't he been destroyed a couple of times? Uh, so basically, basically what it is, it's like at some point, uh, at some point after I, I'm only guessing here. At some point after Kyle Reese gets sent back in time, 
they somebody mm-hmm. sends back the you know the Arnold you know the Terminator Arnold that we know from like the 1980s but sends him back to 1970 right. something to protect child Sarah Connor and then he sort of raises child Sarah Connor and then because the skin you know we've already talked about that because the skin is right human skin wait based. so okay who sent Arnold back to raise her I don't think they made that clear uh, at least if they did make it clear that it didn't make any sense to me. Like, it was a mystery that they did not reveal. Um, it's like someone did, asked, like, how do we yeah, explain Terminator going back to protectors? Like, just ignore it. Don't be an asshole. Um, but basically, what here's the... That's that's not the thing that didn't make any sense to me. What didn't make any sense to me was uh, when Kyle Reese arrives in 1984, there's also the liquid Terminator from T2. Uh, not oh, the same the guy. Yeah, yeah, the T-1000. Not the same guy, obviously, but the same model. And uh-huh. why the fuck that was there, I have no Wait, idea. So if they had more than one, why did they just send them both? I know. I, like, that would have been enough to win. I think... I, here, here's why it, it, I might be able to make <laughs> Sorry, sense. Sorry, man. I'm not meaning to pork more, more holes in this lump of shit. Oh, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of holes in it. But it was a, it was a, fun, it was a fun ride. Um... The I think we're, I think the convoluted part. Here's where it gets convoluted, right? Uh-huh. So everything is going great. The war against the machines is just about over. They find the facility with the fucking time machine. Uh, and this is after original Arnold has already been sent back, and they're about to send Kyle Reese back. And Kyle Reese is fucking buck ass naked. He's in the bubble. All the time vortexy shit is happening, and. Unlike in the first movie where he just gets sent back in time and then the movie T1 plays out like it plays out. Uh, while Kyle Reese is in the bubble, Matt Smith, who is the embodiment of its Skynet in a human body. Oh, I fucking Smith, knew it. So that is who Matt Smith is. He is Skynet in a human body. I knew it. And, oh, bravo. And he comes up from behind and grabs John Connor by the face and he starts transforming him or doing some sort of fucking shit to him. And that creates like this weird nexus split time, like shit, shit goes crazy time wise for Kyle Reese, who's already in this time bubble. And he gets visions Uh of like an alternate childhood because he explains in the beginning of the movie that he was raised after Judgment Day. So he grew up in a post-apocalyptic world. He gets visions of this world where he grew up as a normal kid. And he's unwrapping this present. It's like his birthday, and it's like this fucking pad, like an an iPad, but it's called Genesis. And he keeps getting these uh, visions of himself, like in the mirror, saying to himself, "Genesis is Skynet." Uh, you know, like it's you know he sees shit everywhere. It's 2017. Genesis is Skynet. Uh, so when he gets sent back to 1984, obviously everything has changed. The old Arnold is there to beat the shit out of young Arnold. Which, by the way, actually looked pretty good. I've got to admit, they did a much better job at CGIing young Arnold than they did in Terminator Salvation by far. I think they did a a pretty good job. And some, of, and you could tell there was love. Like there was some, definitely some like really shot by shot recreations of shit from the first movie that you know told you that they gave a shit about this movie. Unlike say the people who made T three, whom I believe actually came out and said that they never really cared for the first two Terminator movies. And I believe one of them even said that he did that movie so he could buy a house. So they didn't really care about the source material for that movie. You could tell there was some love for it. Can I ask you a question about the movie? Sure, sure. About how many minutes in did you, for the first time, go, what the fuck? Like, because you were confused about something. Oh, yeah. How many minutes in? uh, Fuck, it was maybe 10 or so minutes when he started having those flashbacks to the alternate childhood oh red okay so uh, john john connor becomes a terminator of sorts yeah is kyle reese still his father then and does he know that he's john connor's dad yeah he eventually he eventually knows so what happens to john connor is when so does is he just staring down like uh sarah connor the entire time like well when are we gonna do this well what happens is like matt smith i mean there is there is some of that kind of right and they think about it like after uh-huh. they realize what's happened to john connor and they're like you know maybe Fucking isn't the best idea if this is if this is what happens. Was <laughs> um, he's like, no, no, really, it's for humanity. We have to. Yeah. 
like they could have made that like a separate spinoff, like sure. you know, like buddy comedy where you know he's talking to old Arnold, like I just don't know how to fuck her, man. And you, you do, you know, he's like yelling at him and shit. Ow! I totally missed the boat. Do it yeah. now. Uh, no, just do uh, it. <laughs> there's a um, uh, basically what happens when Matt Smith Skynet grabs him, he. He changes him like on the like on the molecular level, like all of his shit is changed into, uh, you know, nano sized cyber tech. He becomes a cyborg, but he's still yeah. human, he's like underneath. He's kind completely of deal. human, yeah. Like you know how like with the Terminators, you can always tell there's something off, even with like the T one thousand, which was more personable than T two. You can still tell like something's mm-hmm. fucking not quite right with that guy. No, he was still completely right. John Connor. It was just completely taken over by Skynet and is now on on their side and sort of. But in the end, does he does he go back to the good side? No, he does not. They have to kill him. Oh, no shit! They yeah. ki- wait. They kill their own son. They have to kill John Connor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ar- so, but do, do they do they fuck before the end of the movie? Then uh, they do tease that they fall in love at the end of the movie. Still, yeah. Oh. Um, I mean, hmm. there's there's some pretty there's some so. Do you think old? Do you think they make old Arnold stand by the door with a towel? While they maybe, do it? <laughs> perhaps. Um, maybe they could do it on top of him like he was a table. So, ba- <laughs> so basically, uh, and basically, the gist is Skynet sends so, so- John Connor to the year 2012 to kind of help uh, make make the Genesis thing happen. So Skynet can take over and all of that shit. So John Connor is the creator of the iPad. <laughs> kind of. Like he he okay. he help he helps he helps the he helps Cyberdyne do all of this shit and um uh the old old Arnold creates uh, has been like since the 70s has been working on creating recreating the time machine. So by the time Kyle Reese gets to them they're they're going to use it to go to 1997 to stop Cyberdyne, and he has to convince them that no, because of his crazy uh, alternate dimension dream shit that he's having, that they've got to go to 2017, which is where they end up going. Uh, and the uh, they think they destroyed uh, they they destroyed John Connor. They think they've destroyed uh, Skynet, and then like a, it's like a post credit scene where they reveal afterwards that like the core of Skynet was actually deep underground, and they did not destroy that. So. Uh, but do they see, show Matt Smith in the post in the post credits uh, scene? No, um, they like he he's in he's digitally in a lot of the end of the movie because they show Skynet kind of like uh, there's like a visual representation of Skynet as a hologram as like a child that keeps talking to them and then it keeps getting older as it becomes mm-hmm. closer to sentience and then by the end it's like a hologram thingy of Matt Smith talking to them. Uh, the whole time and then of course in the future it's like his physical embodiment and he only gets like two scenes essentially he doesn't get much but he does an american accent well I, i'd imagine he'll, he'll be the villain going going forward perhaps in, yeah yeah in, you know, yeah um i mean it was a fun ride how it, was his american accent it was pretty it was it was all right i mean you could you could tell it's not it's not his forte but uh, I've heard right. worse. I've heard. I've heard. I've heard worse. There's people that, that their shit comes out much worse. It's uh, it was it not was a, worse it was, in this very same movie, uh, as I understand it. He was not the British Dick Van Dyke of, uh, in this case. There wasn't. It wasn't. How dare like, you, sir? I have been to London and I've heard them speak like Dick Van Dyke. Oh, have you? It's possible. It, it's possible. Uh, was, it was that a, that Tower of London like haunted museum thing? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know if that was actually. Uh, I mean, it was, a, it was a fun <laughs> movie. Um, I I would say if you have a vested interest in the Terminator franchise, you should go watch it. I mean, it's 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 fun. I mean, you shouldn't go in expecting T uh, two or anything like that, but you should go in expecting that it's going to be better than T three or Terminator Salvation, uh, which it was. Uh, I've I've heard people say that that Jai Courtney was worse than Sam Worthington, and uh, I. I disagree. Wow. I, don't Jai, I don't think Jai Courtney was good in this movie, but he was totally serviceable. Uh, Those are some mighty big shoes to fill. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Um, and 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 for me, uh, for me, Amelia Clark really worked as Sarah Connor. Like she wasn't, she wasn't as good. You know what I mean as as yeah. original Sarah Connor, but she channeled her as a lot. Linda Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, that's Linda Hamilton. She channeled her. I wonder if she, she got any advice from Lena Headey. <laughs> Perhaps, maybe. Yeah, she, she was in the Sarah Connor Chronicles. That's right. Um, 
Which, by the way, I which by the way, I like Sarah Connor Chronicles more than I like T three and Terminator Salvation as well. So, I've never seen that show. It's not too bad. It was on Netflix for a while, and uh, does, that, does that show still stand because of the movie, or does the movie wipe that out? Also? Oh no, no, no! I don't even know if the movie really. I don't know if that show stands in canon with the movie movies, really. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> shit! So it's for, another alternate timeline, or at least, yeah, or at least by the end, it certainly doesn't. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, let's oh, talk. Shit. Let's talk about these fucking pictures from Entertainment Weekly uh, before we move on and talk about other shit. Uh, Entertainment Weekly had on its uh, on its cover, yes, no, no. Uh, new images of Batman v Superman: Dawn of Do It. Uh, on the cover, there's uh, Batfleck, there's uh, Cavalman, and there is Gal Gadot uh, slash Wonder Woman cosplay character. Um, I don't know, Aaron. The, uh, that's on the cover, but on the inside there were there were multiple pictures. There's um, oh yeah, you can see how really stupid Jesse Heisenberg looks as uh, Lex Luthor. There is a uh, yeah, there's a stoner burnout Lex Luthor with his fucking. I would hipster, even call him stoner burn. I don't know what the fuck he had going with on with his dude. fucking it's... hipster blue and black polka dot shirt and his fucking whatever the fuck is that a cardigan he's wearing with some fucking sweater he's got on. Uh, yeah, some uh, fucking wearing a cardigan like some kind of asshole. He looks. I just look at him. I'm, I like look. I like Jesse Eisenberg, but I don't think he is right for that role at all. Like he's Jesse. I, Jesse Eisenberg has two gears. He's got the. He's got like the the neurotic, nervous guy, and then he's got the Mark Zuckerberg thing that he does. And I just I look at that picture. I'm like, oh, he's playing Zuckerberg. I, I don't know what else he like unless he shows me something else. I've. I've seen a, a bunch of movies he's in, and it really feels like he's only got two gears. Uh, I, I just I don't know if I'm going to buy him as Lex fucking Luther in this movie, but uh, you know, whatever. Uh, Glenn, have you seen the picture in question? Yeah, I'm, I'm the one who brought it up. I was that's oh, what I was kidding. oh fuck, that's of course. What, what do you what do you think of? I, do you think he's got like a hipster thing going on here? What's going on with this Lex Luther? He looks like a fucking tool. <laughs> no, he just he doesn't. I think I I've never I don't like Jesse Eisenberg. I don't even think Jesse Eisenberg has. Yeah, I don't either, man. You know, two roles. I think it's just he plays Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. And he's either a little pissy or a, a little scared pussy. baby back bitch. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean that worked for him in Zombieland for sure. But... Yeah, and it also worked for him in Social Network. Right. Not that I really like mm-hmm. that movie, but. It works. You think that's how his agent gets some roles? Is like, what do you, you need? Pissy or you need pussy? That's my man. He, he's <laughs> Jesse he's yeah, two um, P Jesse for sure. He's pissy or the pussy? That's I, what he is. Yeah. Jesse Double P. The one that's thing what I, they call him. One thing I will say though is Gal Gadot. I don't know, just the way it's also how they have him set up in the cover photo. Sure. But I think she fits to me like it. I, I see it and that kind of works. Okay. Uh, I don't need her to be super buff because it's not like Wonder Woman's crazy buff in the comics or anything. Sure. Um, Maybe, but so she is an Amazon. Yeah, she is. But, I mean, she's tall in real life. I mean, she's like six feet tall, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, in real life. Yeah. So I mean, But she weighs got, about as much got... as a popcorn fart, man. There's no substance to her. I mean, I don't know. I just, I'm just I saying. Feel like, I feel like if, if, if I, she sneezes hard enough, she could honestly break three ribs. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just saying cosplay because it just looks like that. Like, it, she just looks like every Comic-Con hot chick that throws on the Wonder Woman costume. Oh, I, I, I like to do. I, I, like, I like the costume they're doing for her, though. I do. I mean, oh, no, it, I think it's it a costume. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. I, I, she didn't really have a lot to do in the Fast movie she was in. So, you know, maybe sure. she's going to come out and make sure. all of us, you know, eat shit that. over this. But it, it just, there's a lot that, they could fuck up with this. That oh, it's gonna be tricky. I, I think that this movie I'm not really too worried about. It's the Suicide Squad that I'm kind of iffy on. This one, I mean, you know, I, it, it's gonna be a monster. It, oh, it, who sure. hasn't been dying to see this since Jump? You know what I mean? It, oh, well, I think people have also so been like, dying to see I, it. I, I am hesitant though about all the the fucking Doomsday rumors we're hearing about this movie. You know, like if they're true, it's yeah, far Doomsday, too soon. Brainiac. Um, there's a, there's a, there's also a picture of Zack Snyder pointing, uh, at something with Ben Affleck, presumably telling him how it's going to look in incredibly slow motion. 
Uh, they were laughing at some homeless guys in, in Detroit on the street. <laughs> Probably. Uh, there's like the bat armored suit. There's a shot of him in the rain with the bat armored suit with standing next to the uh, the bat signal, which actually looks pretty fucking sweet. Uh, there's a there's a shot of Superman that we've also seen in the trailer with people with their face painted for some fucking reason. Although people have already discussed what they think that is with the people with the face paint and shit. But you, you know, if I'm Jennifer Garner, I, I the only thing I want out of the divorce is the bat signal, just as a big fuck you to Ben. Do you think, Glenn, That's that the people, the people we've seen in the Superman trailer that are all clamoring to touch him with, like, the skull face paint and stuff, do you think they're like a death cult and they worship Superman for all the people he's killed? <laughs> do you think that's what it is? Uh, no, maybe. It could be something to do with, like, were... their blood or something like that, maybe. <laughs> worship. Uh... Or, he, or he landed in Mexico and it's the Day of the Dead. Oh, perhaps, yeah. <laughs> yeah Which well, is no, the most likely I mean... scenario. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I have modest expectations, but... They are upticking, I guess, in, in a way. Mm-hmm. I think. The, I think since we've known this is, this movie's coming out for so long, a lot of things that may have been peeved about are being settled with time. Yeah. So. Well, especially. I mean, if it's that fucking, you know, Batman's going to be busting out kryptonite in this brawl, and you know, it's it shit straight out oh, of Dark yeah. Knight. Returns. I mean, oh. The uh, yeah. there is a. Uh... There is also a shot, and, bat, and that Ben Affleck is going to be directing the Batman solo film. Like, thank yeah. God. I don't think. Yeah. Is he already guaranteed to do that? Uh, yeah, they said, said that. Yeah. The, the idea to bring him on was for him to direct a, a Batman movie, movie. That was that was. Well, the I think idea. that's changed because they're, they're talking like they already found a, a, a director for the Batman spinoff, and it's not him. I yeah. thought that they well, already made. They the, I, thought that the, I thought that they'd already announced that he was directing it. I don't know. Um. We'll have to do some. He should direct some any of them because he is a damn good. Director. Yes, yes, he is. He is fucking. Oh, yes, he should. Uh, <laughs> there is also a shot of Affleck and and Godot out of costume at some sort of ball uh, gala thing. Uh, if that image doesn't make you reminiscent of the fucking ballroom scene from Dark Knight Rises, uh, somewhere Affleck described the scene, and it's essentially the same fucking scene from The Dark Knight Rises with Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle. Where it's like two people who are keeping secrets from one another, but what they don't really know is that they really know each other's secrets or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, I'm like, so yeah, like that scene from Dark Knight Rises. Uh, yeah. uh, so I feel like, like it's going to play more like, like I'm the, Batman. <laughs> you want to know my secret? Probably going to play more like Justice League Unlimited. I'm assuming Perhaps. is what that ballroom scene is going to be. Exactly I'm hoping they like. make it more like uh, Batman and Selina, a la Michael Keaton and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh baby, that was some sexy shit. That was some hot shit for sure. Yeah, uh, it was. It really yeah. was. And then there is the uh, and then there is the Vince McMahon WrestleMania stare down picture uh, between armored Batman and uh, and Superman, where they're almost fucking nose to nose. I love uh, how Batman's taller. That's fucking rad. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm looking at the cover, and either the either that bat suit is padded like fuck, or Affleck is fucking huge because he looks gigantic on that cover. Have you seen dude, the he, town? He got yeah. pretty fucking beefy, dude. Yeah, he is a he's, he's a giant. Like whether or not, I mean, part of I mean. Look, we're, a lot of us are going to have to wait to just see. Some of it's obviously padding, but I guarantee yeah. this dude will, will be standing toe to toe with uh, with Kayville, like in, in an. I know there's one here. part that's not padded, and that's definitely around the uh, oh, that's right, upper thigh. There, that part is not padded. His dick. That's a, <laughs> you talking yeah. about his dick? No, yeah, there are no there dick. are no bat socks stuffed in there, my friend. Oh shit, that oh. is a big good for him if that's true. The um. <laughs> but I mean, as a holiday, wouldn't you want Gone that in your contract? Girl. Be like, look, if I ever have to wear tight right. pants, the cot piece just has to be ridiculous. The, uh, <laughs> the uh, kind of like in a uh, dodgeball, and you got like the pump. <laughs> I mean, because part of it, right. part of it is just looking the look, and I think he looks fucking awesome in the suit. Like, I, it works for uh, me. Val Kilmer looked awesome as Batman, though, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know his lips. His lips are so feminine yeah. that it just oh, his me lip, off. He's got beautiful lips. Including... Val Kilmer, how dare you, sir? <laughs> oh, sure. There's the one thing that's so attractive does. about that's that guy. It's that, it's that puss. It's it's magnificent. Earl Billowy. Clooney didn't look good in the suit either. They're like a fleshy like... bed. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, I think Clooney he... did look a little weird as, yeah. as Batman. 
But I mean, it, he was in a really city sh- uh, shitty suit as well. Who was the worst? Who was the worst uh, person to look like Batman? I mean, probably like Bo- in the suit. In your opinion, out of all the Batman, who has been the worst? I mean, it's got to be Clooney, though, right? Yeah. Is it just the nipples? Keaton did look good. His face just looks weird. Like, Christian Bale's face looks weird, but to me, it just kind of works because he he does. Because his teeth are too too weird looking for. Yeah. I think with Batman, it's got to be all about, like, the chin. You've got to have, like, a fucking granite chin or some shit to make it look really. Like, oh, Ben Affleck's got that down to a T. Yeah. He's got a fucking. It just looks good. Like, he looks like the Batman from the video game and shit, where they can just design their Batman from the ground up. It looks good. Um, whether or not he's going to be, you know, whether or not he'll be able to toe the line between Bruce Wayne and Batman, I don't know. We'll find out, but... I, I think Affleck's going to give us our best Bruce Wayne uh, so far, right. as far as combining them both. I mean, Keaton will always be fantastic because he was Michael Keaton, but I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he was a little bit too much like the, the wild kind of Michael Keaton we all, you know, we all loved back in the day to be, he's a little too you know, porky. really good as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, a little too, and you know, Christian Bale obviously had the dark side fucking down, but a yes. little too fucking whiny at times. I think Affleck's going to give us that nice juicy middle. Yeah, I think he could. I think yeah. he could really pull it off. I know a lot of people joked about it and shit. I didn't really think it was a bad casting choice because I was thinking about what had he done? What is it, you know? What has he done for us lately? And it was all good stuff by and large. Uh, you know, people remember like all the horrible shit he did, but. You know, I mean, everybody said the same shit about Michael Keaton to him. Mr. Mom's going to be fucking Batman. Fuck you. And it turned out to be amazing. You know, you can't judge somebody uh, just based off of the Because as thing. Batman, he, it was perfect because he hardly ever fucking spoke. True, true. Yeah. Um, well, all right. Do you think they go that route? Like, goes... this time, like, have they learned their lesson with Bale? Are they going to keep Batman just shut the fuck up in this movie? Maybe. Like, if they keep him to a minimum, maybe that would be good. I bet you Affleck goes so gangster, he doesn't even change his voice. He's like, fuck it, I'm wearing a mask, I'm talking the same. You know what I mean? Oh, perhaps, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be pissed. I wouldn't be pissed if they do the... I guess I really wouldn't be pissed if they do the voice modulation thing either. It's just, it was weird. I think that's mainly going to be for the... the It'll just be for, like, you know, yeah, the the main suit. I I think his bat voice is just going to be just how he normally talks. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, let's look at the box office real quick. So do you think his Bruce Wayne could be more like himself as Gone Girl? Like, I think that would almost work. Just be oblivious to everything that is happening to you. I think that would be a solid Bruce Wayne choice. Well, I mean, not... not I haven't like seen me. Gone Girl yet. And then you've missed Affleck's dick. It's in there. I know, it is, I know. It I'm is Google, certainly in that. there. I've seen that part, but I haven't seen the whole movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you've definitely seen the whole movie if you've seen that part. <laughs> oh, really? That is the like, movie. That's it? Okay. Yeah. Well, then, yes, I've seen Gone Girl. <laughs> you imagine? No, no, but I mean, like, how he is in that movie. Like, he is just, he's a scumbag, but. No, I, I've never seen the movie. I, I, you know, I, I am going to sit down and try to watch it uh, at some point so, this week. I think it'll work. I think I'm just now imagining like in my head the Glenn Bovey cut of Gone Girl, where it's like the opening credits, and then it's a shot of his cock, and then. Like like on YouTube, when somebody gets hit in the nuts with a football, like they show it normal speed, and then they show it again in slow mo. It's like the normal shot of Affleck's cock, and then again in slow mo, and then end credits. Like that's the one cut. Like, Can I explain to you like why that why that why I would put it on a loop to uh, so Ole Ole weird. feeling hot hot hot, and just like keep making <laughs> it bounce back and forth in beat to the music. Give us a Buster Poindexter uh, up in this. No, you just gotta you gotta understand like when they're doing it, it's a shot, and you're showing the wife in the shower and they are like very much so trying to cover up her private parts. Sure. And then it immediately as he is opening the door, cuts down to his waistline and it's like, Oh, are they going to keep going? It's like, Oh yeah, it's, it's there. And then they go back up to where you can't see anything of hers. Like it was just so bizarre. Like it hot, hot, hot. (laughs) It was just, I've never seen a movie where they've intentionally, I mean, besides I guess like porn, yeah, feeling yeah. hot, hot. They just intentionally <laughs> like we're gonna time that cock just right. But we're not gonna show you the other stuff that they usually show in movies. It was just it was so weird because I've never seen a cut done like that. Um. All right. So here we go. Uh, the top. I five wonder if we could put that on YouTube. Like, do the Ole Ole video with just his weenie. I don't think they'd let us. I think no, I don't think we could. We could Photoshop uh, him as Batman over it. Oh, there you go. There you go. We can do that. <laughs> 
So you just know what, what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> uh, all right. So top five of the box office, uh, falling from two spots from number three to number five is Ted Two, which oh, did uh, eleven million dollars in its second weekend. What was that budget? Anybody know? Uh, it had to be close to that, didn't it? Not applicable, but it's made ninety four million worldwide. Yeah, they're okay. So they're fine. Yeah. Um, Critically, it's mixed. It's like 45% or something like that. Uh, Magic Mike XXL debuted at number four with 11.6 million. Jesus Christ. Come uh, on. America, what the fuck, man? It's already at 32.8 worldwide. Oh, my oh. Jesus. Fuck. There you go. Uh, that hurts my, my girlfriend soul liked it. Like that, yeah, I was going to say, did, did, did Robbie watch it, and what did she think? She, she enjoyed it. Oh. Uh, Terminator. But you are, you've seen the first one, right, Anthony? And you were talking like that movie is nothing like you think it is. Oh no, it's not. It's a depressing film. <laughs> That's not what it's. You mean a movie about guys who are fucking morons but do a lot of crunches and dance for money? Is you know is sad. It's shocking. Yeah, it's um, eh, yeah. I think the I don't know if the second movie is more of the same, but the first. Are you going to see it? Are you going to go see the second one? No. I have no desire to watch the second one. Um, I McConaughey, I'm out. I have watched the. Uh, I, I've, I've also watched the first Sex in the City movie and did not watch <laughs> the second one. So wow, dude. Yeah. Damn. Did you watch the show too, or? Um, I have seen the nude parts of the show on the internet. <laughs> I've seen every episode of of the show. Uh, not one of the movies. I heard the show is actually pretty good. I've just, I've just never watched it. The but, slot yeah. machine is amazing. Any anyone who you know says, "Oh, that show's fucking," they've never honestly sat down and just watched a single episode. Like, yeah, you know, it's it, it's kind of you know, I'll use it. I'll use the term. It's a little chicky, no, but I've, you know, seen, it's really fucking good. Right. I've seen I've seen like reruns of it, like when they were doing reruns on TBS and shit. I've seen like episodes here and there. It yeah, I mean, you know, like it, a funny show. Yeah, you know, if, if even if it were to you know come live today. Tonight's the debut. So it would still hold up today. I mean, just you know the like the, the tone of the show, and you know it, it's just really good. You know, it's hard to talk shit about, but with, with sure. the movies, I mean, it's just I can't bring myself to do it, man. Just all the shit I've heard about them. There's just there's no way. Uh, Terminator Genesis debuted at number three to twenty eight point seven million, which is probably not good. Uh, One hundred and twenty nine million worldwide because uh, Foreign Box Office has. Uh, had eighty five point five million already in the bank. Uh, yeah, I don't know how. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if, what kind of news that really. Just wait till it opens. Uh, you know, uh, fully overseas. Yeah, I mean, it, it oh, yeah. might end up making a, it might end up making enough money for them to. Uh, right now, I I don't know if it's really got enough gas. But if it if it opens in a few other markets and it and it does well, uh, perhaps. It's twentieth uh, century Fox, right? Uh, Paramount. Paramount. Oh, okay. Well, they don't really have anything anymore. No. Uh, holy shit. Uh, the battle for the top of the box office continues. Uh, for the third straight week, Inside Out is at number two. It made $30.1 million. Holy Again, shit. Again, uh, it just keeps churning out great showing after great showing. It's uh, at $363 million worldwide right now. Has anybody seen that? You guys yeah. seen that? It's I have good. good. I have not, but I want to see it. It is. It has several up moments in it. Oh, so it hits you hard. Oh, uh, there, there are definitely two moments that will punch oh, you man. right in the gut. It is all right. Suckage, all right, and I'll you know, you know, now. one of them is coming for like ten minutes, and uh, you just gotta that's... sit there and wait. The worst. Wait for that uh, moment to happen. Oh, God. Oh. Does someone sit the kid down and, and make him watch the first Star Wars movie? And by that, I mean episode one. <laughs> he stops. Uh, so Jurassic World, for the fourth straight week, is Fuck. atop the box office. And it, once again, with a narrow margin victory, uh, Inside Out did 30.1, and Jurassic World did 30.9 million. Wow. Uh, so they are really kind of balloting it out up there, but... Is it number one yet, like in in history? Well, like, no, no, it's not. Even, it's not even close to to number one in history yet. But oh, worldwide, shit. worldwide, it is at one point three billion. So Fuck. it is. Uh, I think, think Chris Pratt's going to get a bonus for that, or you know, his next movie is he's going to demand like four hundred million dollars for uh, his salary. 
Um, it is. I, I should note it is already past uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron did one billion three hundred eighty-three million, and this is at one billion three hundred eighty-five million. So it just skimmed past Age of Ultron. It's probably going to beat Furious mm-hmm. Seven, uh, and if it beats Furious Seven, then it's got a shot at the Avengers. Yeah, they say it's tracking to beat the Avengers. Yeah. Like. They say no matter what, it's guaranteed to be number three. Wow. Yeah, so it's going to hold... That's that is crazy, that's dude. Because that movie is really not that great. I mean, it's it's a good movie. It's Dark fun. of the Moon's made over a billion dollars. That movie's terrible. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> I mean... That's true. Avatar is the number one movie, and it's I don't that's like that movie at all. Yeah. It was really cool looking. Oh, it was very cool looking. Yeah, like visually it was awesome. Super cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was the only thing I could think of in defense. Like it was, it was cool, cool looking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'll stick to the South Park version. I I like that one better. <laughs> no, like what you got to do is really just you know watch it, but don't pay attention to any of the dialogue and just watch it like you know as if you were you know periscoping with someone who lived on Pandora and you're just watching you know them do their daily shit it's much better if you ignore all the dialogue can i just play audio to like a different movie kind of just just throw on a soundtrack to you know like something else and just put in headphones and just you know stare at the deliciousness that'll be on screen uh all right so uh new at the box office this weekend only one movie had the bad sense to open against the other movie opening this weekend uh that would be self dash less Oh, what's that? Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, Ben Kingsley movie. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Ben Kingsley, Matthew Good, Natalie Martinez. Seventeen uh, percent on six reviews on Rotten Tomatoes right now. So uh, and of course, the other movie opening this weekend is Minions, uh, which, uh, believe it or not, it does have a voice cast uh, with people. Probably speak. I don't know if they're doing minion voices or not. Sandra Bullock, John Hamm, Sandra Bullock, and John Hamm, and uh, the movie's already got forty-four reviews, and it's seventy-five uh, percent. Yeah, I'm taking the uh, the little one to see that uh, yep. next weekish. So that's going to do a lot of fucking money as well. Uh, that's yep. going to make just tons and tons of Universal cats. man. This may be their year. I mean, we still got Star Wars at the end of the year, but they got a chance. Star Wars is going to make big bank though, too. Hey, Tony. Yeah, but yeah. What's up? What movie comes out in a couple of days? Uh, other than Minions? Mm-hmm. Is there another movie that comes out in a couple of days? Uh, Ant-Man, son. That's coming out in a couple of days? No, it comes out in two weeks. Yeah. It's a couple of days, right? <laughs> 14. Uh, it's roughly 14 days, whatever. It makes you feel uh, better if I say it that way. Because then it doesn't... It makes it know, seem closer. right there, yeah. It's closer to you. It's so close, man. Oh, my God. So close, but so far. Uh, there is a new I trailer. I think the closer we get, the least excited about it. Really? There is a new I, trailer. I was, I was nowhere near excited about this movie until probably like three days ago. Now it's just like fucking Ant-Man. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm probably going to see it like during the week sometime. I'm, I'm not even going to try and bum rush it for the weekend. Oh, no, I am. It's going to be opening day, son. Like, you know, that's going down. Uh, all right. It's time keep to keep the streak alive, man. It's time to pick. Speaking of streaks, we've got another. No, nope, keep bantering. I don't want to do this. A random yeah, movie. We're gonna end up with a shitty movie. Fuck. Yeah. We're due, right? Because yes. What do you mean we're due? That's all we get. I mean, yes. I no, love no. We're, we're due for China. a bad one. Like you know, Big Trouble Little China was, of course, just yeah. amazing. Okay, so here's how we do this thing. I uh, hope we get Sex in the City too. <laughs> I don't think I don't know. If Sex in the City too is on Netflix, <laughs> but we'll find out. Um, we. Uh, so we go to allflix.net slash Netflix dash a randomizer. Uh, and it is a, it is a wonderful, a beautiful little website that randomly picks uh, films out of the entire Netflix catalog. And uh, they give you a, a whole bunch of, uh, of selectors, right? That you can go by genres and Netflix ratings and IMDb ratings and, and film release years and things like that. But we leave all of them blank because we mm-hmm. literally want them to select from all of Netflix, and uh, our promise to you is that we will eventually watch them and then record a podcast, that being the From Parts Unknown podcast, and then we will review the film that we watch. So uh, any Netflix movie rated 1 to 5, any IMDb rating 0 to 10, any film released between 1900 and 2015. Give me uh, some stern Nicholas Cage, motherfucker. Come on. Any genre. Um, all right, here we go. Bingo, bango. I'm going to hit the go button. Ready? And boom. 
feeling hot, hot, hot. Oh, he's pausing. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, Shit. I had, to re- I had to read this because I wanted to read the... I read the title and then I immediately forgot I was in a podcast and wanted to read the synopsis for it. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, this movie was made. This is this is a 2015 film. Oh wow, it's got to be fantastic. Directed by Craig Moss. Okay. Uh, the big leads are Danny Glover and mm-hmm. Danny Trejo. Oh, I'm oh, in no, already. Is this, this badasses? This is yeah. badasses oh, on the yeah. Bayou. Oh, and oh, yeah. and they're in the south. I'm in. I'm in. Pals, Ooh. pals, Frank and Bernie travel to Louisiana for a wedding. But when the bride is kidnapped, her father joins the guys in a kick-ass pursuit of justice. Fuck yes, dude. I am in. Oh, I am so all over this movie. <laughs> Badass is on the bayou. I didn't is even know they series? made another one. Is that, this a series yeah, of films? Yeah, Danny Trejo was badass based off that old man who, who fought that guy and had that t-shirt oh like, I'm a God, bad motherfucker. Yes, the guy but on the Danny bus. Danny Trejo, runs. yeah, like, they did a movie on it where he's the guy on the bus and he fights the guy, but then oh my God. he just start, he just figures, fuck it, and he just starts taking the, on, on the gang in the entire neighborhood. <laughs> this is so awesome. then they made a sequel with Danny Glover called Bad Asses. Uh, so this would be the third movie of this. Bad Asses on the Bayou. Yeah. Uh, Danny Trejo, Danny Glover, John Amos. I'm uh, in. You had me at, ba- at badasses, dude. You said Glover and Trejo. It's like, oh shit, dude, this is badasses. Believe it or not, the average Netflix rating is a 3.7 out of 5. Because they're fucking awesome movies, dude. Danny Trejo just goes fucking gangster on these guys. It's I, awesome. IMDb is less kind with a 5. IMDb is less kind with a 5.1 out of 10, but. Fuck you, IMDb. Uh, holy crap. Okay, well, that's the movie we're going to watch. Uh, so before next week's podcast, there will be another from Parts Unknown where we talk about uh, Badasses on the Bayou, which it is... might even be tomorrow, son. I'm going to watch that thing tonight. <laughs> that's an incredible name. Yeah, like like I said, I read that title. I'm like, I got to read the description for this movie. For yeah, it's, I had a yeah, it's definitely the third one. Yeah, Badasses was, uh, was last year, actually. Oh my gosh, that's incredible! All you right. guys gotta, you guys gotta watch the at least you, you can skip the first one since you kind of get it, but you gotta watch Badasses and then go into Badasses three. Well, that's the only way to do it. Am I gonna lose context if I have not watched the trilogy? Or I, I think you would. You, you need to feel the bond. Like you know, you wouldn't want to go right to Lethal Weapon four and miss out on Miggs and Murtaugh, uh, Riggs and Murtaugh really just building that bond and learning to love one another. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so for everything we talked about today, cinemageekly Head on over there. Uh, and check it out, of course, the uh, the social networks, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitch, all at Cinema Geekly. Uh, also, hey, uh, if, you, if you're interested in supporting us and uh, you don't want to go the t-shirt route, which we haven't pimped in a while, I don't think, tpublic.com slash user slash Cinema Geekly. I think we're still waiting for the, whatever it is, the third or the fourth person to buy that fucking Comic-Con shirt. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> someday, someday somebody's going to stumble across that and buy it. Uh, or the Cinema Geekly Retro Logo t-shirt. Uh, they're all available there. Uh, but if that's not your thing, Amazon, we got a big Amazon button on the website. And uh, all that does when you use that link is just it lets Amazon know who sent you, where you came from, and they give us a kickback. doesn't cost you anything extra. Um, so go ahead and do that. People haven't been doing that lately either. But it's a downtime. People aren't buying a lot of shit this time of year. So uh, people have already done all of their shit buying uh, usually that comes a little bit later when the the year's coming closer to an end, uh, yeah. or or during oh, next time. It, I was, sorry to interrupt. Uh, just real quick, a, a big shout out to uh, our mega fan staff of Megatron for uh, finding us on Twitch. Uh, oh I've yeah, when you missed out, and they, you know, she's always. It, it's amazing the, the dedication. Uh, of, I mean, it, so it's just that easy. Everyone else listening, just jump on and follow us, and we'll gush about you. Did you say so, a couple of times? Yeah, yeah, she jumped on. I was, there, uh, I was there for the one stream, but yeah, and, and I jumped on again, uh, just streaming again. Yeah, right there. Oh, holy shit! You're the best. You get to converse with her at all, or? Yeah, uh, they type comments and you can read them uh, yeah, live. Yeah, I, I, I kind of hounded Anthony today. Yeah, with he was... a lot of fun facts, though. Lots <laughs> of fun facts. Telling me about fucking Universal Pictures, how much fucking money they've made this year, and. <laughs> Giving me facts about fucking movie studios. Did he send you a picture of Brett Ratner's house and you just fully went rage mode and smashed your controller? Uh, I'd I probably... explained to him how they made the water effect in Jurassic Park. It took them a year yeah. to perfect it. And I was just thinking to myself, like, imagining, <laughs> like, you spent a whole fucking year of your life just trying to get the water effects for a dinosaur movie. Oh, my God. 
Uh, I made shitloads of cash. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> it was a, quite an achievement. I'm just trying you know to what? imagine. Somebody probably had the same dedication for Arnold's nipples uh, in Genesis. <laughs> That's right. Somebody spent a year getting those, those perfect. Nips. Um, all right. So for the podcast, you can stream uh, or download it right from the website. But if that is not your thing, we are, of course, available on iTunes and the Stitcher and TuneIn radio apps, respectively. Uh, that makes us available across all of the platforms, Apple, uh Android and Windows. So we are available everywhere. Just search for Cinema Geekly. Uh, or, if, or if you're just really fucking lazy, I think I've got links to Stitcher, TuneIn, and uh, iTunes on the podcast pages if you click on them and go to an episode. We can do that Airbnb thing and just sleep at a different person's house and do a podcast from there with That's them. That's right. There you That's go. Yes. Uh, just a reminder to keep an eye on the Facebook page or to head over to twitch.tv slash Cinema Geekly and give us a follow on there because... There's no set schedule right now for streams, but people have been streaming left and right uh, on Cinema Geekly, so it's going to be a thing that's going to be around for a while. So if you want to keep uh, if you want to keep up to date, even if gaming's not your thing, you can come and hang out in the chat room and uh, we, you know, joke around and fuck around and shit and just have a good time or try to have a good time anyway. Uh, Glenn got wrecked pretty hard, I think, in Call of Duty, but uh, we try to have a good time. <laughs> Uh, but by and large, by I always have fun. That is what I'm, by and large, is a good. I think Glenn had a good. I get, I did my job. I got those tags. That's right. Oh, you got the fucking tags, sir. Uh, all right. So uh, for Glenn Beauvais and Aaron DeLosa, I'm Anthony Lewis. We'll be back uh, next week with another edition of the Cinema Geekly podcast. But more importantly, we'll be back uh, in slightly less than a week with a new from Parts Unknown talking about fucking badasses on the fucking Bayou. For more content like Who Made Who, Level Your Gear, the Gotham Podcast, Flashing Arrow Podcast, and the new Horribly Flawed and Incredibly Decisive Podcast, visit cinemageekly.com slash premium and part with just $12. That's 12 bucks for a year's worth of awesome content. What else could you buy for $12 that will last all year and give you hours of geeky entertainment?